Chapter 14, The Hill of Difficulty. Little Christian found the path up the hillside a very hard one. It was covered with rough stones and sharp pieces of rock, which hurt his feet. And it became steeper and steeper as he went on, until at last he was obliged to creep along on his hands and knees. The sun was now shining very brightly, for it was the middle of the day, and its rays fell upon little Christian and made him feel hot and tired. What should I have done, he thought, if I had to climb this hill yesterday? I could never have carried my burden up such a dreadful road. When he was about halfway up the hill, the path became easier. He was able to walk again, and the stones did not seem to be quite so sharp. Still, it was hard work climbing, and when he came presently to a little shady arbor, he was very glad indeed. This arbor had been built by order of the king, so that his pilgrims might have a place in which to rest on their way over the hill. Little Christian went in and sat down. It was cool and quiet, and he thought he would now have time to look at the roll that the Shining One had given to him. So he took it out and read in it for a little while. Then, instead of making haste to the top of the hill, he sat idly in the arbor, looking at his new clothes and thinking of many things until his eyes closed and he fell asleep. He did not wake until late in the afternoon, and when he looked at the sky and saw that it was already beginning to grow crimson with the sunset, he started up and began to walk as quickly as he could. Before he reached the top of the hill, he met two skunks running very fast indeed. Their faces were full of fear, and their whole bodies were trembling, but when they saw little Christian, they stopped to speak to him. "'What is the matter?' he asked. "'You are running the wrong way.' "'Oh!' cried the eldest, whose name was Timorous. "'We were going to the city of the king, and we had climbed up this terrible hill. "'But the farther we go, the more danger we find, so we are hurrying home again.' "'Yes,' said the other, who was called Mistrust. "'There are two great wolves lying just in the way, "'and we don't know whether they are asleep or not. "'But I am sure if we try to pass them, we shall be torn to pieces.' Then little Christian began to feel frightened too, and he said, What shall I do? Why, come back with us, said Timorous. You cannot be so foolish as to venture near those savage beasts. I don't know, replied little Christian. If I go back, I shall never see the king. Well, you will not see him if you go on, said Mistrust, for the wolves will kill you. But little Christian remembered that Evangelist and Goodwill and the kind interpreter had all told him that, although he might often be frightened and in trouble, the king would surely help him and take care of him. I don't think I will turn back, he said. The wolves may not be awake. Let us all go together. Oh, no, cried Timorous in mistrust. We dare not. We shall just make the best of our way home again and be very thankful when we get there safely. So they ran down the hill and left little Christian to go on his way alone. He could not help being frightened, and he thought, I will look at my roll and see whether there is anything written in it about these wolves. But when he put his hand into the breast of his jacket, the roll was not there, and though he felt carefully among his clothes, he could not find it anywhere. Where can it be? he said, and he stood still to think how he could possibly have lost it. 
He was in very great trouble, for he remembered that the Shining One had told him to take care of the roll, for he would be asked to show it at the gate of the Celestial City. I cannot go without it, he cried. Oh, what shall I do? And the tears began to roll down his cheeks and whiskers. Thank you.